0: Oh, 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 oh. where we wonder about stuff. Yeah, we do. My name's Ashley. I'm an herbalist, um, practicing witch. I'm a mama bear an artist in a gaggle of form. This is Jessie. Hello,
1: I'm Jessie. I am a witch.
0: I dabble in
1: astrology, tarot, herbalism, maybe some candles, stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: A jovial jack-of-all-trades she is. I am you have to keep that one in there. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> the, the
1: jovial jack-of-all-trades. Um, <laughs> I do a lot of
0: stuff. I do fiber work. I do, I don't know, lots of
1: All the jams. Too many. All all right.
0: Right. <laughs> so here at Wonder Witch, we, every week we learn a different topic. The cool thing about it is Jesse and I keep it a secret from each other, and the topics range anything from magic to astrology to mythology to mysticism. Jesse usually teaches us, like, three different things in one, Um, so it's a twofer. We learn two things, you learn two things, and we keep it sneaky-sneaky from each other, and so our reactions are authentic, our questions are authentic, because we are literally learning something with you. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are to blow your minds and ours.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, On this week, uh, episode five of Wonder Witch, today
0: is March... 15th. 15th? Yes. Ah! Beware the Ides of March. Here we are. So, here at Wonder a new thing that we started doing around, like, episode 3, is Jessie had the great idea that each week when we learned our topics, our homework was to incorporate what we learned from the other one mm-hmm. into practice, <laughs> and then, so we'll talk about that, and then we do, I'll go or she'll go and talk about her topic, we'll do a card pull in the middle get a message for the collective, and then, you know, round it up with some more knowledge. Yeah. And all all the good steps in between. That sounds about right. Yeah. Ashley's going first, so
1: first things first, she is gonna tell us how she incorporated last week's mm-hmm. episode into her practice this week. Yes.
0: Um I actually had like 2 weeks I think to do it cuz we oh, took yeah. a little we bit took, of a we break. Took some time off. So we had like extra time to work on some stuff. Mm-hmm. So you talked about Pisces and this is where and we go how she like incorporates all these things so I get like triple homework. It was like Pisces and then we kind of we talked about dreaming. Dream divination mm-hmm. and like all the jazz about that. I worked with my wart and kept a dream journal. Cool. Some weird stuff came up. Some of my dream, to help me choose my topic for this week. It was cool, which we'll talk about. Woo! Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Exciting! I, kinda, I went into it because I was kind of... Continuity! Yeah, I was thinking about a couple different things, and I kind of went into I was like, okay, I want to like know, like, what am I supposed to... And it was very blatant and obvious what I was supposed to talk about, which was really cool. And then on a more serious note, I actually did a little bit of like childhood trauma Mm. healing through it. And I don't want to say that I lucid dreamed or, but I had like a very kind of similar to, I've done Ibogaine before, um, which is uh, actually a bark, but it's something that you take and it kind of like purges your system of toxins and like past life stuff kind of when you take it my experience was i was on the outside of different scenarios like significant things that had happened in my life and you like see it from a different perspective so you can kind of heal with it so it was kind of an experience like that so i did a little healing with some past abuse that i had which was really cool so, thank you. Wow. Yeah, so... That's heavy. Wow. Yeah, so... yeah. Maybe I should have led with the heavy <laughs> and I did with the light, but whatever. So, <laughs> like, damn, this okay. is This is going to be a little bit of a heavy episode. Yeah. I am going to be honest. Like, there is going to be some heaviness and some lightness, but... You yeah. Know, sometimes we have to do the heavy to... Feel like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that was cool. So yeah, I've got a little satchel of mugwort by my bed right cool. now. I've been journaling and kind of utilizing those dreams and stuff. And I haven't been drinking mm-hmm. a whole lot. We're well, a little spritzer today, but um, I <laughs> uh, yeah. So I haven't been drinking. So my dreams I feel like are a little more vivid, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like perfect timing to utilize Jesse's information. Great, check that out. It's on YouTube and it'll soon be up this week. Yeah, on the website. Listening.
1: I wrote a little, I wrote a little blog post about moon yeah. work yeah, she work did. for the new mm-hmm. moon in Pisces. But there's a bunch of stuff. Sometimes we just write about stuff yeah. like, as if we're already not learning enough. We're yeah. just like, I'm doing this for the podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about this other thing. Right. So hop on over to our blog. Too. Yeah. Links in the bio everywhere. Yeah. So
0: that's so, cool. so I talked about candle magic. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: You talked about candle magic on the last week we did. Mm-hmm. So I made sure this. These past couple weeks. Yeah. Every single thing I did had a candle. <laughs> and you made candles today. Like I made candles before today. <laughs> yeah, she
0: came over.
1: Yeah, I made candles today. And it's like, I've made candles for, like, so long. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, have all this stuff that I never use. Right. I'm just like, whatever. So I've been making... S- my laziness in my witchcraft mm-hmm. used <laughs> to be, I'm only gonna light a candle. Yeah. And now, it's more like, I'll just imagine a candle. (laughs) (laughs) I could get up and go in that room and get a candle and do it right, Right. or I'll just think real hard for a second. (laughs) (laughs) So, that being said, these past couple weeks, I made myself Get the candle, yeah. light the candle, do stuff with bright colors,
0: mm-hmm. and you had you some know. flame, that flame divination reel you did mm-hmm. with like the dancing flame and stuff, which right? Is did. Yeah, did
1: that. Mm. Um, so I have been, I have been Good. incorporating that, yeah, and and I think that it is doing what it's supposed to yes. do. You know, you're mm-hmm. always, you always yeah. serve as a way to just like make me take shit a little more seriously. Yeah. Well, you know, you go, yeah, you could do it that way,
0: <laughs> or you could do it right. I just give right. you simple nudges. Yeah, or That's you a... could do
1: it right, and I go, oh, okay. But do you feel you can tell and the yeah, difference? of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course you can tell the difference. I've been half-assed, I'm like, yeah, of course you can tell the difference. But she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> but you're always lighting the proverbial flame under my ass. Like right
0: now. No, <laughs> currently.
1: Yeah. That's what Very I did. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, and I've been using candles. I've been making myself do it. I made candles yeah. today. Yeah.
0: And I hope, like, if you listen. Pay more attention to good. the correspondences. And mm-hmm. the candle and what it's doing and what mm-hmm. it means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Ashley's working on yeah, not saying. I'm working um on as not much. saying. Um, yeah, like, editing audio has really taught me. <laughs> It's I like do the video, speaks, yeah. and Ashley
1: does the audio, so... Very good for self-awareness. She <laughs> edited two hour and a half long podcasts in these past few weeks, and now she's like, I need to stop saying it all. right! So,
0: I'm gonna be mindful of that. So. What I was gonna say was, I yeah. hope that if you listen... You know, when we talk about these things, you're also utilizing the things that we talked about throughout your week. Mm-hmm. And we would love to hear... Absolutely. You yeah. know, how you did that. Send us a DM, yeah. shoot us a Little message video. on the website, something on Instagram, yeah. on the blog, like anything, yeah. So we'd love to hear. And if you have any other... Comment insight, on our blog posts. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of it. Lots of places. Just... We just want to talk. There's a lot of places
1: <laughs> where you can contact us, so we're making it hard for you
0: to have an excuse not right. to we up in here, so. Yeah. um, Just get used to it. It's my turn. It's my turn. Okay.
1: So, this week, I wonder which
0: topic Ashley chose. So, (laughs) this week I chose, so let me tell you now about my dream that I had. Okay. The topic that I chose was very relevant, so, and part of the reason why I wanted to talk about it, I kind of was looking at... Ways I was feeling. I mean, this month for me, I don't know about you guys, but it's been super emotional and very like in that Pisces energy, like really feeling some deep emotional depth. A well, a never ending well, ready. you know? I'm ready for Aries season. Yes, yeah, so. I'm tired. Yeah, and. So, really, I just wanted to figure out, okay, what's in charge of that that I can work on? Because I was having a tough time. Like, I'm going to be honest. I was Mm -hmm. having a really tough time. So, when I did the... When I was doing the Dream Divination, I had my mugwort and stuff. And I had a couple ideas that I was thinking about. And I was like, just, I need to know. Like, tell me. So, I was dreaming. I'm in a bright orange room. Covered in orange. And I had orange paint. And I was flinging it, like, across the wall. And I was just, like, covered... And then I just like, what, and it seemed like it was the shortest dream, but I slept all night and it seemed like 15 seconds and I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, it's morning. So, this week, we're going to talk about the sacral chakra.
1: Sacral chakra!
0: And... Eventually, I'd like to talk about all the chakras, yeah. but I'm definitely not going to do them in order, because how boring is that, and, and I want to keep is, you on your toes.
1: And this is great, because last episode, I talked about... You did. What my, my moon blood mm-hmm. e- experiment, yeah, spell you experience...
0: Did. And other things. And other which things also about prompted. how it made me feel... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I also... So, going to Pisces, so... Yeah. The sacral chakra is ruled by the element of water. Mm-hmm. Very relevant, and it's just the... You have your root chakra, and that one's more in the physical realm of sensations, you know, feeling rooted and grounded and those things. Your sacral chakra is the one that is going to be emotion-based. It's a very sensory chakra, Mm -hmm. so it's one that you constantly have to check in with and work with, and Mm -hmm. it's going to be just super watery and super emotional and that deep emotional Mm
1: -hmm. death.
0: You know, when we think about your sacral chakra and first thing, you're like creativity and sexual power and we'll talk a little bit about those, but Mm -hmm. I want to talk about how you can really work with it to heal... Like some deep shit you know
1: what I mean sounds great yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys but this is right
0: up my alley yeah. and it was very relevant <laughs> <We go> snuggling. <laughs> with your blanket. yeah, yeah I'm snuggling. ready there we go do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was very necessary too I felt like and then having the dream divination I was like okay so I need to work on this and I'm glad I did because I have a basic knowledge of the chakras but once I dove like into it and the symbolism of the things and the history behind it and how to balance it and why you even need to do it. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the what, we're going to talk about the why you even need it and the how you can balance it and work with that chakra.
1: If you guys are just tuning in for the first time with us, this is- this is how Ashley does this. Yeah. Is that she teaches a class. And I go, so I was thinking about some shit this week. <laughs> Which is exactly what I'm about to do after this, so it's great. I am totally gonna end this on a stupid note. No! No, not you! know, no. Just like- You get a good mixture here. So, but first- While we're, yeah, yeah, while we're ready. This is the learning part. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Got your notebook? All right, there we go. There will be a test. (laughs) There's a test. But you win prizes. Yeah, that's true. You know, you two win prizes. So, so sacral chakra. So we talked about it being sensory in the water. So it's going to be ruled by the element of water, things like that. Also, the center of divine feminine. So I want to give a little backstory to kind of lead into why this is so important because part of it is being able to be vulnerable in your emotions so that I'm putting this into practice right now. I can feel myself getting red too so I'm just like and I might cry but I'm gonna try not to. Did Uh, you
1: pick this to make me do it? Yes. (laughs)
0: But I did it first.
1: (laughs) At
0: least she put herself through it first. I put myself through it first. And because I felt, I feel, I'm starting to feel so much better. And I want her to feel better. So, (laughs) you know. And it's been a couple weeks since we've recorded. So, a lot of stuff has happened. I've had relationships and stuff and like the ebbs and flows of that. So, I am a mom. Um, I have two boys. My situation with them recently has changed. I used to have them full time. I was married for 11 years in Arizona. And then we separated, we've been separated for six years now. And I had them primarily most of the time before it was like half and half. And then I moved to Memphis about three years, two and a half, three years ago now and had them. And over the past year, last summer they decided they wanted to stay with their dad and they didn't like it here, which is cool. You know, it's kind of a realization they're 15 now. And he just turned 15 and 11, almost 12. So they're not babies. I mean, it was kind of like, I was in the best situation possible when I got the phone call from my ex-husband. I was, like, on top of a mountain in New Mexico. And was just hiking through the mountains. And had service on the top, and he had been trying to get a hold of me, and he told me, and I said that to him, like, little boys need their mom, and young men need their dad. And was very clear at the time, so I'm grateful for that. And thought it would get easier, um, but it hasn't at all. Uh, Recently, I saw them for my 15-year-old's 15th birthday and went and flew up to Oklahoma City. They live there now, full-time. Well, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I get them summers and breaks and stuff. But, and it was just really hard. Leaving them was really, really hard. And I find myself being very, like, angry and resentful, and I know they're safe. And I'm grateful that they're safe and they're happy, and I know they love me, and it has nothing to do with me. It's just they're boys, and they're getting older, and they need their dad, and that's awesome, but I'm having, like, I was having, so I'm gonna use past tense, because I'm working on it, but like, a real identity crisis, almost, you know, like, who am I, Mm -hmm. and kind of going through the motions of, I identified so much as being their mom, that now that I'm not mom all the time, because I was very hands-on, and they were like, they're super cool dudes, like, they're my super dudes, I have amazing kids, you've met Mm -hmm. them, like, you know, they're just amazing, so is really hard for me because I always... You get so accustomed to putting them, your children, before yourself. And then now I'm just... You know, I have a partner, but it's me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, who am I? <laughs> like, who yeah. am I? Like, I, you know, so very uncomfortable. Very hard to, like, deal with my emotions and trying to handle them in a different way because I don't have them, if I'm having a shitty day, I don't have them to come home to anymore. You know what I mean? And they're like my rock so it's you know it's so it's been very hard with that. That being said dealing with that and that set of emotions relationship stuffs over the past couple of weeks I'm like what do, what do I need to do and sacral chakra is what came into play. Let's talk about your sacral chakra and what that did so thank you for letting me vulnerable and thank you for holding space for me so that's why I needed to do this work and it was actually very helpful because I was able to, be a little more comfortable with those feelings and deal with that. And because, so saying, going back to the correlation of it being the Trinity, that's gonna be that mother aspect of it. So when we have like strong emotions towards our family and things like that, that's like very strong sacral, like that's sacral based, you know, because mm-hmm. it's literally like the where the womb is. Mm-hmm. So your sacral chakra, if you're not familiar, it's located right beneath your uh, belly button, right beneath your navel. Um, so like right in your pelvic area, right in your womb area. So that's that mother aspect of that. And that's why, yeah, I needed to work on this, this stuff. So it's orange, it's represented by the color orange. It's our second chakra, second to the root chakra. So root is our first, second will be our sacral. Orange, creativity, power, sexual energy ruled by water, but it's also so much more. So you think about water and, You want to correlate it with like adaptive like qualities, being able to go with the flow, being able to let things go, which was a big one for me that I was like, oh, I don't want to being able to have a clear mind body connection and vice versa, body and mind and not letting other things kind of get in the way of that. It's sometimes symbolized by a six-petaled lotus in Hindu traditions, Mm -hmm. um, which is really cool. And the number six, because we like to talk about numerology and stuff, we'll talk a little bit about that. In Hindu, it's a symbolic representation of a human mind in Mm. which they believe it can be either pure or out of control and the source of our suffering. So your sacral chakra is going to want you to take, like, your mind out of the situation. It's your play chakra. Like, it's, you want to let go and it's that childlike nature of mm-hmm. not thinking so much and just kind of going with your gut. That's why you always hear, like, go with your gut. That saying mm-hmm. is, like, very sacral chakra-based. Hmm. And I hope I don't say this wrong. <laughs> it's also known as Svathistana, which I'm pretty sure that's how, because I listened to it a couple times. But in Hindu, that means the dwelling place of self or sweetness. It also translates hmm. into sweetness and Interesting. Standpoint. Yeah, so the dwelling place of self, which... Huh, okay. Right? Yeah, so really thinking about that and that real, like... Diving into that core, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who are you without all of the outside stuff or without thinking, who are you at your base is really what it's representing. Huh. Yeah.
1: That's like stuff I usually associate, I guess, with like the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Because I have a lot of trouble with my sacral chakra, yeah. like a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's because I'm not including it.
0: Right. The
1: sense of self, yeah. it's just emotion to it's me, just, yeah, which no. is just not something I Mm-mm. think about.
0: But in order to be able to handle our emotions properly, what I'm learning is that you have to have a clear sense of self. Huh. And the thing about the chakras too, so if you your are lower and your upper chakras, your root, sacral, and solar are going to work together really well. And a lot of times if you're working on one, you're incorporating the other. Mm-hmm. So it does, you know, your solar does have some, but it's, I think it's more of your outer projection of self self huh. so solar is more outer projection of who you want the world to s- like see you at like confident like you're out there yeah like that face you're showing to the world yeah your sacral is more your your vision of who huh. you
1: are
0: yeah wow. mm-hmm. i never thought about it like
1: that that makes a world of right? difference and yeah. it also kind of
0: reminds me of like if that's
1: who you are It's almost kind of like your moon sign where your solar plexus mm -hmm. is kind of like your rising sign.
0: And if you think about, so moon, it's very interesting you say that. So another symbolization of the sacral chakra is actually a circle with moons inside of them. Uh Like, so the cycles, the circles is going to be cycles, perpetual motion, like going with the flow, that stuff. But moons, of course, Mm -hmm. they're in charge of our emotions. They're Mm -hmm. the ruler of our Mm -hmm. emotions and stuff. But being inside the circle, being inside that womb space is...
1: Uh Uh Okay. Uh Very
0: cool. This is very cool. Yeah, isn't that I never thought about it like that. Right, yeah, it's really cool. And then the moon, of course, is going to be that divine feminine. It's going to correlate with the divine feminine aspect of it, the water. Being able to flow into that inner wisdom is really the symbolization of that. Mm -hmm. Inner wisdom and awareness of self. Mm -hmm. Not so much of who you're projecting to everyone else. Mm -hmm. In... The tantric, like in tantric yoga and stuff, it's represented by Makara, which is actually an alligator, okay, water-like beast um, from Hindu mythology, and it hides within the crescent moon. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It has a long tail, so it represents the kundalini coil, so if you're familiar, there's... Di- but kundalini yoga is one that deals with, like, the energy and the coil up your spine and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm probably butchering that because I'm not as knowledgeable about that, but uh, it's... Sounded good to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the long tail represents the kundalini coil, and it's a reflection huh. of your deep desires and your animal impulses that are unconscious. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so and that ties into the sexual aspect of the sacral chakra. It's really interesting how yeah. all of the different ones, and you can kind of see the correlation and where they pulled the like uh, uh-huh. the symbolism, how it goes together. But a few deities. Let's talk about a few deities. Okay. Uh, there's a couple different deities that are going to be represented. So divine feminine, really sacral, you can call them any god. It's a very goddess base, but there's a couple that are particular to it, and I pulled out a couple that were cool. Like I said, it's pretty much the goddess figure. In general, the maiden is going to be your sexual aspect, Mm -hmm. moving into the nurturing aspect of the mother essence, and then you have the inner wisdom that is represented by the crone. So all those things. Mm -hmm. you got the trinity right there, and we like things in threes over here. It's also represented by the Hindu goddess Parvati. And she, yeah, so she's the goddess of power and fertility Uh and fidelity. And then another one, you guys know I love Egyptian mythology and stuff, so Isis is actually, like, the high top priestess of divine alchemy. (laughs) Yeah, from Egyptian mythology. Yeah, and she's also the moon goddess, Uh too, so she's represented by the moon and is known as the divine mother. Mm -hmm. So she's great to work with. Mary Magdalene also is Uh one to work with if you want to do that. And you can really just call on any ancestral or spiritual aid from your mother ancestors or mm-hmm. ancient witches, like whoever, you know, mm-hmm. but those are just a couple that you can work with that I thought were cool and I invite you guys to like look some up and see what calls to you. But those ones were like very yay. cool. Hey. We talked a little bit about the six-petaled lotus, Yes. how the number six. So I mm-hmm. wanted to do a little of the numerology stuff because we like numbers too. We here. sure do. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know some of this. So I know like some of the bases. Like obviously we know one, 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 and you uh-huh. know, one, yeah. two, yeah, and yeah. two, two. But you know, six isn't one. Six, six, six. So we yeah, <laughs> like, right. think about, you know. Yeah. Six is representative of being able to let your guard down. Oh! Being open and honest about your feelings. So that's the correlation of the numbers. Um, as a supportive number, it's one that wants you to listen to your inner wisdom. So mm. going back to that, it's a very protective energy, especially when it comes to family and anything that threatens them. That goes back to the mother aspect mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you feel like their emotional or ph- like physical well-being is being, mm-hmm. you know, then that sacral energy has a tendency to get fired up with number yeah. six. Yeah. It's a romantic number in numerology, so there's the tie to the sexual energy. Now, some of the weaknesses of the numbers, which we don't mm. like to talk about the weaknesses a lot, or the ne- but sometimes those are the most important ones to talk mm. about, can be passive, to please others, mm. keep the peace. So, it's a number where if you find yourself, like, kind of putting yourself aside or having burnout or... You know, when you're seeing sixes a lot, it's kind of like your guides being like, hello. Mm-hmm. Like, stop doing that. And it's that reminder of you want to fill your cup. It reminds you to fill your cup, fill your vessel. It goes back to that water energy. So it's the sacral chakras, the number six. Sorry. Yeah, the number six and the sacral chakra, it's telling you it's very supportive and it's like hmm. making you very protective and it's got your back. Really tuned to that inner wisdom. But also if you're not listening to it, it's like, are you being passive to yourself and just to keep the peace and make others happy like mm. is that really helping anybody or are we just enabling things yeah, you know yeah, yeah. yeah what so that's what we got it so we got sacral second chakra it's orange yes, yes. it is my nice. favorite color yes you do love orange yes yeah so my right let's mm-hmm. raise orange there it is you heard it here folks orange is my
1: favorite color that's if you time. guys were thinking about getting me a gift orange orange is my favorite color um flamingos are my favorite animal
0: cool. You know. I didn't know that. Now I know. You don't know, now you know. (laughs) Cool. Let's get into the why. All right. Why would you need to balance your sacral chakra? Maybe you're like, I don't even know. Like, what does that even look like? I don't know because I've never done it once in my life. You gotta learn something today. Yeah, Yeah. please help me. All right. So, (laughs) like I said, if you have a basic knowledge, you're thinking of manifesting or sexual energy or, you know, creativity and stuff like mm-hmm. that because those are the easy ones but let's let's talk about some of the harder stuff and okay. why you would work <laughs> can you hear her enthusiasm <laughs> okay. that's real guys <laughs> <laughs> like i mentioned before your second chakra is going to remind you to play more okay? okay so if you find yourself taking things too seriously mm-hmm. or having a hard time finding the joy in life it's a big indicator that things are a little out of whack. Mm -hmm. Having feelings of not being able to adapt to change well, not being able to go with the flow. Like, if you're a control freak and you have to control the situation or find yourself just in a place where you have to control every little detail of everything, Mm -hmm. something's fucked up down there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you've had childhood trauma or sexual trauma that you aren't able to move past or you find it keeps coming up for you, that's a big sign. So that one really... Hit hard for me because I know you were like vulnerable the last time we met and kind of said, Mm -hmm. you know, that you had some of that stuff, and I too have had both sexual and childhood trauma. That was really important. One thing I do want to say is like, there's no timeline. Like, when if things keep coming up, I mean, I'm 33 years old and I just started working on it when I was 29. So it's you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and. I still haven't gotten over it, you know. And I did a little of that divination work with mm-hmm. it, and I'm still working towards it. And unfortunately, a lot of women are just subjected to some form of abuse at some point in their life, and not to exclude men because YouTube, it's just a little more common <laughs> with women. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think yeah. I know any women who haven't. Mm-hmm. So especially for women, it's important because it is the like the. The mother aspect and like that nurturing aspect of the mm-hmm. sacral chakra and it is represented by divine feminine it's very important that we do constant work on our sacral chakra mm-hmm. because you know those things aren't going to heal themselves so working with that is will help you like actively working with that really sitting with those feelings with that energy Mm -hmm. helps to heal those things, you know, and it helps us to also help other people. Really good healing past wounds. Like, if you can't sit with it, you can't think about it, if, like, you find it coming up and stuff, Mm -hmm. that's going to be a red flag that, you know, something's going on there. Um, And that... The aspect of the play is very indicative, too, to, like, the childhood. So that positive is very, that's the other end of the prism of it. Oh, you know? yeah, So if you yeah. think about that, that's why the sacral is so good for dealing with your childhood trauma. That makes so much you sense. You know, because it's such an energy of play and letting loose and letting go and finding the joy in life. Uh-huh. And the opposite end of that is, you know, childhood trauma and not being able to work past those things and constantly finding yourself in a state of fight or flight, mm-hmm. you know? That makes so much mm-hmm. sense. That really does. Yeah. So yeah, I like tying it together because then it, because yeah. it clicks and you remember totally, stuff better. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're not comfortable in your own skin, you know, obviously we all want to have this sexual power and stuff but on the other end of that. If you find yourself like uncomfortable in your own skin or you constantly find yourself comparing yourself to others mm-hmm. or just not feeling good in your own body, mm-hmm. not feeling sensual, like not being able to open up sexually or to just feel like it's a chore or to not enjoy it Mm -hmm. and not saying that everybody needs to be out boning you know all the time Mm -hmm. but sex is supposed to be a pleasurable thing Mm -hmm. like it is never supposed to be a thing that is forced or that is not wanted like it's something that should be natural and it should feel good when you do it so if you find yourself having a hard time or closing off to those things or just not understanding why you can't you got to gotta do some psycho chakra work, honey. You know what I mean? Yeah, and And that's
1: not for people who are, like, genuinely asexual or genuinely don't have sexual feelings, but for, like, any person of a different sexuality who does feel sexual attraction, Mm -hmm. it's normal and natural to feel that, and it's not dirty and gross and weird, Mm -hmm. and it has
0: nothing to do with your worth and, like, all that stuff. And And with sexuality, too, if you have trouble... Knowing your sexuality mm-hmm. and stuff—that's also shake or Shaco works. She mm. says she just like leads in all the time. <laughs> this is good. So yeah, that's why there's two of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So so that's actually if you have trouble or you because I know I'm bis- I identify as bisexual and me too. So does Jesse. So it was very hard for me growing up being able to be comfortable with that or without it being seen as oh you're just doing it for attention or you know what I mean. Being able to deal with that and mm-hmm. to be comfortable with that and stuff—that's sacral chakra. Yeah, work.
1: And being able to like own it. Yeah, you own know, it's like, like no shame. It's my identity, and yeah. that's fine. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it, and that doesn't mean that I'm like. Sleeping with everybody all the right. time,
0: or even if it did, who cares? Yeah, like, if it's fine want, if you are doing yeah. it from a healthy place. It's all about doing it from a place of... What
1: makes you comfortable in your mm-hmm. sexuality? Yeah, you shouldn't do and stuff. And the inner,
0: and not so much the, like, solar right. of the outer. What, it's about how does it make you feel? Taking, you know, your partner, mm-hmm. partners, or whoever, Whatever. out of the equation. Yeah. How does it make you feel? As long
1: as it makes you feel, like, good mm-hmm. and stable and happy yeah. and not just, like, good manic good, yeah. you know, but, like, genuinely fulfilled yep. and good, then mm-hmm. it's fine. Yep. There's nothing wrong with it. I said it was gonna be a tough one. It
0: was a tough one, but we're doing this right. right now, so we're doing it. All right, here we go. Alright. We'll get to I'm later. doing a little I'll, light, too. So I'm that's... doing it all week, yeah, I apparently. Girl, <laughs> tell, preach right now. Uh, right. so spontaneity yeah Ooh. if you have a really hard like if you have your stickler so there's a difference between needing a routine mm. and needing a routine so much that none of the details can hinder from the plan so mm. like not being able to deal with spontaneity very well like if something comes up and not being able to adapt to that mm-hmm. you got a weak shocker girl yeah i am categorically not interested in ever being surprised you One time,
1: us, my us. partner tried to surprise me by going to get me a pedicure, <laughs> and I had a panic attack and locked myself in the bathroom because I didn't know what we were where we were going, so I didn't know what kind of shoes to wear. So... I, you're gonna say a some, safe, right? yeah. You're gonna say <laughs> these, and then I'm just gonna give you an example and and that's that's from my own life, which is yeah, the, yeah. all
0: of these. But you things. know, what? I kind of have that same thing, yeah. and like I, so going back to my boys, I find myself extremely anxious mm-hmm. whenever I go to see them and mm-hmm. when I'm leaving them because mm-hmm. it's like I want everything to be perfect and I yeah. want, you know what I mean. So and I find, yeah, like I find myself. So this past trip when I went. It was I found myself being a little more easygoing about what we were doing. It was more just oh, about nice. spending you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I tried a difference. Even though it was kind of a crazy weekend, it was sad because it was short and everything. Mm-hmm. I did find myself being a little more lax in the in between mm-hmm. time as opposed to just stressed out and yeah. just being so stuck on everything has to be perfect or focus it's all the, shit. You know focusing what I mean? on I only have yeah. eighteen hours mm-hmm. left of this. So and my focus was just we're just gonna hang out. We're just gonna cool. eat junk food and mm-hmm. watch movies and snuggle and go shoot paintballs in the woods and stuff. Like we yeah. had <laughs> a really great time. Great. So I could tell the difference, like mm-hmm. in the in that aspect of it. Codependency is also a sign of a weak sacral chakra. Jesse and I have both dealt with mm-hmm. codependency issues. That's why it was so good. You know what I mean? Feelings of low creativity. Yeah. Yeah, and not so much. Feelings of low creativity, but more importantly, not being confident in your creative self. So, not being oh. confident in, like, your work. If you follow us on Instagram, Jesse and I just got to put our stuff into, like, a physical store. Which yeah, is really, we did. So, if you're local to Memphis... Super exciting. We're, like, in a store. Yeah, Uthuns. Uthuns. We're in there. We can say it now out yeah, loud we because can say it's it real. Loud. So we went in there, and Michelle and Todd are wonderful. They're the owners. Mm-hmm. And they were so genuinely excited about seeing our stuff. Yeah. And I know sometimes, personally for me, I have a hard time, like, I know my stuff has value, but I have a hard time placing value on it or being confident in Mm -hmm. whatever I do as long as I like it and it feels great to do it. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. So, but it's that not having the confidence in your creative power, like not believing it. So when we went there, that was like really good too Yeah, because they were just like people who aren't our friends who don't love us. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But they will. They, oh, I, think they <laughs> I think they do. It was really great to hear that. So that was kind of a boost to mine because I've been working on like that creative, mm-hmm. like having that confidence in myself just because mm-hmm. I have that confidence in my creative mm-hmm. power. Not for anybody else, but for me. But yeah. It's awesome to be validated outside
1: of And we were there and they just kept saying how beautiful the yeah. things were. which made, just made me feel really good. And when we were—and they sell all
0: kinds of amazing things. They do. So it was
1: really cool. It was super cool. Yeah, it was
0: great. I want to also talk about the physical aspects, too. So we talked mm-hmm. about some emotional stuff. that was mm-hmm. a little heavy. We'll mm-hmm. work on how to do better. Mm-hmm. But physical aspects, which I think are really important, and we don't commonly think... Of, like physical ailments mm-hmm. in your body correlating with a chakra zone mm-hmm. and how you can actually work with a chakra zone to mm-hmm. cure those things. Right. Um so anything urinary related <laughs> I knew this. That's why when I read that I was like, holy shit. So like if you are susceptible to urinary tract infections, any urinary disorders, really yeah. anything with your kidneys, mm-hmm. anything like that, any pelvic disorders, mm-hmm. that's gonna signify a weakness. Even if you like even sexually sexual disorders. Anything yeah. like that is going to signify a weakness in there. If you mm-hmm. have you have trouble conceiving or, you know, keeping once you conceive, mm-hmm. that could be a, d- a deficiency in your sacral chakra. Mm-hmm. If you're working to do to get pregnant, mm-hmm. it's really good to work with your sacral chakra because mm-hmm. again, it is that divine feminine. It is, you know, mother. literally it's mother. So it's important to nurture that part mm-hmm. of yourself. It's very womb-based. So yeah, that that's why. So now we know why. Great. Now we know why. You guys ready to know what to do? Yes. yes. Please. Please tell me. I'm waiting yeah. to know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm
1: like yes. You literally were like, does this happen to you? Yes. Check the box. I've checked every box. So now please yes. tell me
0: how I fix it. Okay. And I've been doing a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I got a week ahead of me. Yeah. You have a week to do this and I've had a week to do it as well. And it was yeah. really helpful. So I've done... These things, and I'll tell you yeah. what's helped and stuff. And I've got a couple things that I'm gonna put some links to. Great, and I'm gonna do something else special, but you'll hear. Here we go. Okay, here we go. We like to eat around here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we do. like to eat around here. So I thought it was very important to talk about what can you eat because you can not mm. eat foods. I mean the chakra zones are a little rainbow and then we have Mm. all these like yummy fruits and veggies that you can eat to heal chakras orange things so or obviously orange things so that's going to be like oranges carrots things like that pumpkin seeds you could use Mm. orange bell pepper but also interesting because the sacral chakra is ruled by the element of water yes water-based fruits and vegetables so like watermelon cucumbers, cucumbers coconut water
1: those oh. things are also
0: so I that would was love interesting. coconut yes, water me too. Yeah, and curious water. I can drinking live
1: off of that. more coconut water mm-hmm. is gonna
0: help my sacral chakra. Yes, it will. Sweet. Yes, it will. The so things that are like very watery. Mm-hmm. Water chestnuts. Lettuces, Lettuces have a high water yeah. content. Mm-hmm. Celery. I know
1: you hate celery. I hate celery. I think it's great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll have it like dipped in hot sauce and a bloody Mary or something, but <laughs> Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, so anything like that is going to be really good Fascinating To work with that cool. So if you want to do that if you like to work with herbs, we do over here You sure, can make a tea blend Lemon balm is really good Chamomile, rose, mint, mm. raspberry leaf, red clover Just to name a few Because interesting Hormones So also with your urinary disorders and stuff and things At the sacral chakra Because it is about your inner wisdom and things like that Any hormonal things hmm are, that are prevalent or is sacral chakra work so like red clover is very good for hormone balance mm-hmm. raspberry tea leaf is also yep. really good for that or can also if you want to do like a topical thing if mm-hmm. you're really fancy and you like to mix things together saint john's wort is one of those herbs that's um, represented by the sacral chakra mm-hmm. so you can make an oil which is pretty much infusing taking herbs and putting it macerating it for you know yeah. preferably four to six weeks and we should do, like, Had a one-off batch. Yeah, we should. We should, we should a do a one-off batch or something. Mm-hmm. That's a great it idea. It is a great idea. So we'll mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, so infusing that with a carrier oil, you can dress your candles with it. We talked about candle magic and stuff, mm-hmm. so Sacral is going to be orange, but if you have white, you know, dress it with your St. John's Wort oil. Mm. Do that. Or if you don't have that, orange, like, any orange oil will do the trick mm-hmm. for that, too. Also, you can use Poppy and Calendula to dress your candles. Yeah, so a couple different blends. Great. Um, I make a sacral chakra tea blend. Mm-hmm. So if you want one, let me know. And also oils. We mm-hmm. make oils and sprays and all that stuff too. But if you want to make your own, mm-hmm. you want to do it yourself. A good spray to do. So langlang Lang is really good. Patchouli, orange, mm-hmm. rose. That's I love a nice mis- Yeah, me too. Mixed with other things. I don't know about by itself. Anywhere. I love it. Yeah, but I'm I have one to of have those people. You're one of them. Mm-hmm. You're one of them. it's always like. <laughs>
1: It smells like patchouli <laughs> in here. I have a patchouli nag mix. Oh, nice. Oil. And I'll, like, put it on mm-hmm. just because I like it and I'm yeah. just like, mm, my root chakra. And Ellie will just be like. <laughs> I wore it to work one time and I walked into work and my coworker goes, it smells like old people in here. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go wash my wrists off and never wear this ever again. Most people hate patchouli. I love it.
0: I don't hate it. I like it mixed with other things. Yeah, but a lot of people hate it. So you mentioned you wear it on your wrists. Yeah. So, good thing to do with a sacral oil would be to put it on your sacral chakra. Yeah. And I've been doing that. I've been putting oil, so I've been wearing oil, just putting it right below my navel. Uh Um, I've got a little blend I made, and I just rub it on there, and yeah. Yeah. Uh You can feel the vibes, like, coming out of there. Yeah. We make that stuff over here. Sure Um, do. If you have questions, though. Let yeah. us know. We'll Hit help us in you. in the blog. Yeah.
1: You know, we always post a blog post after we do the recording. So ask things. questions underneath. So if you didn't catch
0: it, you don't want to watch it, you yeah. don't have time, you can always read mm-hmm. a brief. Meditation, if you do that. And everybody does different forms of meditation, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to just talk about if you're sitting down with that. I like to listen to music or have guided a lot of times if I mm-hmm. meditate. I learned about solfeggio frequencies and stuff, which are pretty much different frequencies. They have one for each chakra. Like the tone, it's one of the most popular forms of sound healing and they rely on basic notes to emit a particular hertz to help you align on a molecular level, a molecular, a molecular level, a molecular level. There are a lot of different tones that are great but I found specific ones for your sacral chakra and to work with that energy. So mm. the frequency that is the sacral chakra frequency is 288. Okay. Like, so if you do any, and YouTube is great. I'm going to put some links um, in the blog, I think. Yeah. I'll just add some links in there for mm-hmm. you of ones that I've listened to and I like. There's a ton of information out there. Great. But you can look for that just to kind of balance and clear it. Uh-huh. One that I wanted to do that kind of got into the emotional side of it, 417 which is one that's really good for seeking positive change and progress within yourself.
1: 417 hertz. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, yes. Oh. And so what it is, sometimes it'll be like behind music or sometimes it's just like a frequency tone. Mm-hmm. I'll pop them in like, if I'm going to bed mm-hmm. sometimes, and I'll just listen to them while I'm sleeping. Or if I'm taking mm-hmm. a bath, I'll put it on in the background. Another great thing, you can just, like, play it on your TV. I mean, we live in the future, so you can stream it to your TV. Yeah. Hook it up to your speakers, your Bluetooth, and it's just like- play the tones in your house yeah. too, to kind of evoke that energy and stuff. Right, right, right. Um, something I did a lot of this week, too, was dancing. Mm. And that's a great thing. So if you're very physically active, chances are your sacral chakra is probably pretty balanced. People mm-hmm. who are very physically active a lot, like, or work out every day or do a lot of that stuff have pretty strong sacral chakras. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if yours is weak, so dancing is a great form of that. I listened to a lot of, like, women empowerment songs this week and yeah. just, like, I don't give a fuck, Like, I yeah. danced around the house in my fucking undies and no shirt and just, like, <laughs> yeah. did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Party time. And it was great. And it, you can really kind of feel, like, that primal... Stuff coming out, and mm-hmm. you can tell a difference, it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do that, maybe do something creative or out of the box. Like, Ooh. do something that's going to step you outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and make you a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do something like that, and mm-hmm. that's really going to help with that sacral energy because it's all about that being able to adapt to change and go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So, put yourself in a situation and see what happens, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Test yourself. The sacral, girl. It's a very important one. It's mm-hmm. a very... Orange crystals. Yes. Orange stuff like crystals. Stuff like that. Yes, oh, yeah. Orange got carnelian. Other notes. Or- yeah. Carnelian is very great for that. Uh, Citrine is very mm-hmm. great for that as well. I think that's what this is. That is carnelian. Is it? Yes. Oh,
1: it might be dyed, orange too.
0: Calcite. Who knows? It was a Maybe dollar. A... Okay. Well. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> just dyed. <laughs> yeah. Orange calcite. I doubt that it's... Yeah. 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 It might be. Who knows? Also, I have one other note. I had yoga moves. I was like, let me oh, tell you. So, like hip <laughs> openers? Yeah, like so stuff you would do. So poses for your sacral chakra. Yeah. Warrior one. Yeah. Warrior two. Okay. Lizard. Maybe we'll do a little reel yeah. or something and do some sacral yeah. moves or something for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I have a video actually of me doing some hip openers You stuff. did. And so yeah. connecting with your time hips, left. you did that. Yep. Yeah. And that was good. So your hips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing any. I mean, I have another hips. one. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I mean another so one. So she'll post that for yeah. you. Doing the splits, which I can't get in the splits right now, but <laughs> you can. More power to you. I cannot split. <laughs> I not <cannot laughs> split. Um, the music, this, I can't remember where I got this information from, but it's really cool. So, your, there's, gives you, like, healing techniques. So, music is jazz. I love jazz. Oh, so, jazz nice. is really good for your sacral chakra, and... So, jazz music is very spontaneous. It's mm-hmm. very sensual. Right. It's yep. very, like, all over the place. And Free it's very form. going with the flow. A lot of times in jazz music, so I'm a musician as well, mm-hmm. but a lot of it, you're improvising. Mm-hmm. In jazz, you're improvising notes, you're playing with the others, and you're kind of in tune with yourself. So, jazz music is great for your sacral chakra. Put on some sax, you know? Cool, okay. I love
1: a sexy sax. Yeah. Tenor sax is probably. No, baritone sax. There you go. Baritone sax is like my favorite instrument. There's Mm. this band called Rubble Bucket.
0: Nice.
1: And I saw them live once, and uh, they have a baritone sax. And when it comes in, I'm just like.
0: Mm. Yeah. I love it. You feel it down in your
1: hibla huh? Here, This episode has become a list of my favorite things. <laughs> favorite
0: instrument? Tenor sax. There it is. Yeah. Favorite color?
1: Orange. Orange.
0: All right. So, so. <laughs> What's my favorite animal? Flamingo. Flamingo. Okay. I listen. I'm a good listener. <laughs> Affirmations for your sacral mm, chakra mm-hmm. I am change, Mm-mm. I am growth i am desirable i am dynamic i am flowing with grace Ooh, i like that oh, one yeah i'm flowing with grace so yeah those are just some things that you can that's great work with it. Yeah. i
1: needed those i um when i usually when i fall asleep at night i do mm-hmm. like a chakra check-in and i yeah. just go through each one make the sure body they're scan. like spinning okay yeah. and then and i'll focus on one and i'll do some affirmations yeah. you know like when I'm on my root chakra, I'm like, I am stable, yeah. I am secure, mm. I'm okay, you yeah. know, like that kind of stuff. So now I have some new ones. For the sacral. For the sacral chakra yeah. that I didn't usually And we'll place all these,
0: we'll put them, Yeah, we'll make a little thing for you guys. So That's yeah, your great. homework for this week yep. is to play more, for you guys, I'm talking to you. Play <laughs> more. Put some more play in your life, because she's got her homework, she knows what she needs to do. I know do. I have to do. Um, yeah, but you can meditate on some of those mm-hmm. things, work with those affirmations, use some of those tones, put some watery foods in your diet, drink a lot of water, I mean, you know, mm. coconut water, regular water. Yes. Um, some questions I just wanted to ask, these because these are some questions I asked myself yeah. this week and a half that I did this, mm-hmm. and they were some that stood out to me, and I wanted to share them with you guys, mm-hmm. and with you, mm-hmm. while we did this. So, one good practice that I did while I was doing this, um, I kind of sat down with myself, I lit my candles and everything, and I imagined myself holding my inner child. So I Aww. I imagined myself holding myself and mm. nurturing that part of myself um, to heal some childhood trauma and stuff like that. And then these were some questions, okay? Some are light and some are, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What really brings fire to your gut and makes you feel alive? Mm. Where in your life can you bring in more creativity? Where in your life can you let go and not identify yourself by your abuse? How can I be less satirical or sarcastic? Why do I feel like I have to be this way and how can I transcend that for myself? So, yeah. Yeah, those are big. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when I'll write those on, yeah. it, you know, I that literally like made me made feel warm. Me feel right that yeah. last one, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! So, the, I'm gonna have that's a week. your homework. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have quite a
1: week, my friends. Yeah, and
0: you know, I
1: mean, like with
0: everything, it's a practice.
1: Yeah, and but it's, it's just so good mm-hmm. to have. Something else to think about. Yeah. You know, sometimes we, we have these problems and we're just like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I recognize that I keep running into the yeah. same brick wall. I recognize that I'm doing it, mm-hmm. but I don't have the tools yeah. to stop doing it. And
0: that's you why know, we're doing this. And this is why, yeah. yeah to for have, putting it into practice. To look and, at it yeah.
1: from... Because being able to look at it from your perspective, mm-hmm. I can realize, like, oh, I'm checking
0: these boxes, but right. not these boxes. Sometimes it's harder to do yeah. that. And you do that for me, and that's the point of this, is because we need to... It's... When we talk about women empowering women, mm-hmm. we really mean it, because it's a tough hard we've been dealt for generations you know oh, but we can boy. do it because we're strong and we're resilient and we are the maiden mother and crone mm-hmm. but sometimes we need accountability partners we need mm-hmm. somebody to check in with us to kind of help us see those other perspectives because sometimes they're hard and we have blinders on or past perspectives and experiences and boundaries and blocks that we can't see mm-hmm. outside of that tunnel vision that we have so you know yeah so oh, I know. In me need, and in this 3D world, yeah. we need to be reminded of those things. So it was accountability for myself too. And in that, yeah. I was like, Jesse's really just gonna fucking love this. Topic that <laughs> I had this week, the all week. I was just like, oh <laughs> I love having a task. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I learned about and I'm still using. Dang. it, and We'll put some what information for you. What a like, topic yeah. this week!
1: I have a tiny, short, little, lighthearted, <sighs> gonna make you laugh topic. So I'm so glad that yours was so in depth. So glad we I don't, don't
0: first. Too. So, so, so we don't leave like the it.
1: people wanting
0: because they're just gonna be like Jesse. <laughs> that come on. If you've listened though, usually Jesse has a lot to say and it's fine and I just picked something that I genuinely was like hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's know? all right. I was genuinely and I can't just like I about it. Hmm. But before we do that, yes, we are going to do card pull. We're going to pull some cards.
1: Here on Wonder Witch, we do a fun Wonder thing, Witch. we think it's fun, where I pull from a tarot deck, typically, mm-hmm. and Ashley pulls from an oracle deck, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. do the reading together, Yeah, and we see how they overlap, yes. we see how they correspond not only to each other, but to the topics that we picked this week, things that are kind of going on in our lives, mm-hmm. we do... A collective reading from multiple
0: decks. For you guys. That's our thing. It's our thing, and it's really cool. You'll see if you've watched. It's yeah, it's crazy. really fun.
1: And okay, so I always use my <laughs> Earl Tarot deck card <laughs> cards. Um, I must have forgotten them today in the shuffle. I thought I grabbed them. I know that I had them in my hand, but
0: it's quite possible I just, I just remembered down. where my other tarot decks yeah. are too if you want
1: but no I'm gonna I'm still gonna use the herbal book because we like to do herbal stuff yeah. and we're still gonna talk about the herbal associations with that specific card these but cards, what I though. am using is this really great deck <laughs> of these goofballs so I
0: told her I got them from like five below yeah but it was for art piece like they're right not but a I asked, deck. I'm I, just gonna I said you know art. is
1: it a full deck, and she says, yes. Yeah. so I said, okay, so we'll read from the other the books pictures. I brought, and we'll just see what <laughs> this deck has to show me, and if it's the Ten of Pentacles, I swear to God! We're done. <laughs> we're done! I'm done.
0: <laughs> it's not gonna be. It's a different deck, and there's no way. If you are just joining with us for the first time on this episode, Ten of Pentacles has been the nemesis of Jesse since we've started this. More often than not, that's what she pulls. But maybe you've done the work. Right, oh, yeah. we've done the work. And well, the I, have, I did my reading. Also, it's a collective reading, so and I it's feel not like just the for energy me. Yeah. is very. It was very ten of Pentacles for that's a minute true. there for everybody. And
1: I, uh, if you do check out our blog, mm-hmm. I did a reading for the new oh, moon yes, really for the collective with oh, uh, for Pisces it. season, and it was the five of Pentacles. So, who are you? Who is it? Who is it? Reclaim again. Reclaim your power, baby! Yeah.
0: And that inner power, it's like yeah. sacral. That's like real sacral I right think there. It,
1: yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm not the one who pulls the same card this week.
0: Maybe not. Yeah, this was last week, right? Was it last Or was week? it the week before last? We'll, we'll check the archives. <gasps> I- so yeah, things are kind of changing in Pisces season, so Aries is coming and. Mm, Thankfully. Like, yeah, reclaim, you know.
1: Yeah, if you guys don't know our big three, um, Ashley and I are both Sag, Sun, Sag, Moon. But I'm an Aries rising. I'm a cancer. So I'm okay. about to be back on my bullshit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, talk to me, weird deck. I'm telling you, I can go <laughs> I'm gonna the other get one. him.
0: No, I'm gonna get him. I wonder which card you pulled. Is it the Ten of Wands? No. Okay. <laughs> it's the Magician.
1: <gasps> I never pull Major Arcana.
0: Also, when we went to Uthun's yesterday Holy Shit He pulled well and he had a really cool Alistair. He had that that Alistair Alistair Crowley. Crowley. He had the the
1: The Thoth whatever. And I know like I I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. It's very
0: it's still it's a part of it's interesting. Interesting. But he did
1: and he was showing us that just yesterday. And I never pull. The major arcana, so that's why well, you reclaim that power to pull that shit. Hell girl. yeah! So this goofy motherfucker <laughs> looks like he's so, in a high school play of Julius Caesar.
0: <laughs> so for the people who can't see, yeah. Okay, so this deck, uh, this deck is just like bad. Cheesy.
1: What someone who doesn't know about tarot thinks that tarot cards look like. So there's a guy who looks like he's doing like the Saturday Night Live like disco pose. But one hand, he has, like, a, a candle, maybe? And he's got a sword. As above, so below. A cup. And a pentacle on his table. Okay. So he has a bunch of stuff. He's surrounded by roses, and he has an infinity symbol above his head. Mm. And he has got just this smirk. This smirk. Look at number the number one, too. Yeah, so. and the number one. And we were talking about the significance yeah. of that. So, all right. I'm going to look in Dive my book. That. Yeah, we're not g- The magician is the second card of the Major Arcana, because it starts at zero. It doesn't start at one. Right. So, the fool is first. Yeah, the fool right. is first, and then we have the magician. Yeah. So here's the imagery um, from my deck. It's a lot nicer. It's holding a,
0: a nice crystal ball. <laughs> but, you know, it's pretty similar. It's similar. The idea that is there. he's
1: still holding something. He still has a sword, a cup, and a pentacle, and, okay. a, and a wand. Okay, oh, that's what he's holding. Yeah, oh, yeah. so he still has all four of the suits okay. um he's surrounded by a plant kind of like that guy so it's he's like a firm, he's still yeah. doing the, the disco pose he's he still is. pointing up and pointing down yeah. so so as of a stragglus a stragglus I actually have some of that in the journal I bet I don't, you do yeah. <laughs> um Nobody all right so the magician anything. represents the power of creative transmutation he stands in a state of powerful inner attunement encircled by the golden light of heaven Upheld in his receptive left hand is a crystal to attract and magnify the pure cosmic energies, while in his lowered giving right hand he points a finger downward, symbolizing his ability to direct through mm-hmm. concentration the divine energies into unlimited manifestation. Total sacral mm-hmm. energy. I don't and know what you're talking about. And also creative transmutation. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Around the magician are strewn the cup, pentacle, sword, and wand, symbols of the four elements of creation and mm-hmm. the four suits. The wand symbolizes the fire element, the enthusiasm and energy to make things happen. The cup represents the water element, feelings, mm-hmm. and the flow of ideas, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. We know those. Those are the magician's tools. So he's ruled by Mercury, mm-hmm. the planet of ideas and communication. Mm-hmm. The Magician awakens within us the ability to move inward for inspiration and then outward for manifestation. Check this out. It represents the ongoing communion we have with the creative flow
0: of life. So the Reclaim card, too. Yeah. He's holding wands in his mouth. Oh, and yeah. And looks very, and uh-huh. he's got, like, sun glowing out. It's, so it's actually a panther. Oh, okay. What are the? But let's talk about the spiritual properties of the plant. Yeah, that it, um, offers. it also
1: says that um, meditation <clears throat> on the magician will mm-hmm. unleash the secret of how to develop our power of concentration and the ability to manifest whatever is our true heart's desire. So, astragalus.
0: Astragalus. Astragal- I will astragalus, look that up. I don't know if you know. Tell us, because we, we struggle know. sometimes with these. <laughs> Um, It assists
1: in increasing the energy needed to bring about the manifestations desired. Okay. Um, It will help bridge any gap there might be between the thought and creation of reality, and our ability to digest and assimilate our life experiences will be increased, and any tendency to be spacey and ungrounded will be rectified. It is a powerful herb of protection Mm. and can be used to create a stronger aura around one's self. Love it. And medicinally, it strengthens physical digestion.
0: Yes, uh uh-huh. It's a digestive Mm -hmm. herb. -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You ready for some correlations? Yeah, hit me with it. correlations in the cards? Hit me. (laughs) With Reclaim, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much telling you you were born as an imperfectly perfect human. Mm -hmm. With your flaws, with your attributes, with your gifts, your talents, your medicine. All that jazz. Growing up in a culture that does not nurture these gifts creates misalignment with our highest truth. Um, This can be a lifetime process to reclaim your power Mm -hmm. as it is continually awakening to ancient medicine we knew in other lifetimes and soul wisdom. Mm. While there is no rule book or map for this journey, this card calls your attention to what stirs deep inside your soul memory. We are often drawn to places, people, experiences, music, etc. that we know on a cellular level, but our logical mind may not understand why. This card asks you to follow your intuition. and We talked a little bit about how... Sacral is not a mind mm-hmm. thing. It's a emotion yeah. thing. Reclaim your knowing, your power, your inner truth. Trust your desires and follow it. Go with the flow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you just said that, that right? <laughs> um, so the panther is... So the cool thing about these cards, Oh yeah, you've I never it. heard me talk about them, they the Threads of Fates cards. So a lot of them will do a power animal, a mm-hmm. uh, spirit herb, and a crystal mm-hmm. to aid in the message. hmm panthers have an overwhelming aura of confidence it may be laying or sauntering but it can also spring into action at any split second so that spontaneity Mm. i think is funny um they're also incredibly solitary animals the work of reclamation can also be a lonely journey it can Mm. also be one filled with doubts and questions one Uh uh-huh yep one yep (laughs) panther can teach us to reclaim our wisdom and medicine with power grace confidence and an appreciation of our solitude Hmm. Fireweed is going to be the herb for this one Huh? Yeah, It's a pioneer plant Meaning that after extreme soil disturbance A wildfire for example Mm -hmm. Fireweed will establish colonies To repopulate the land And put nutrients back into the soil So that other plants and trees can take root Hmm. As a plant ally It teaches us how to restore ourselves After life takes a toll on us Hmm. In particular it helps us learn Our natural capacity to self-heal yeah, <laughs> And yeah. then golden appetite is the, oh. yeah, the stone. Um, it's a helpful allies to those worn down and feeling small. Mm-hmm. It's a fiery energy. You know, you love that. It yes, supports us in standing up for ourselves and reclaiming our confidence. Many of us were raised to play small, to be humble and cautious. Mm-hmm. Golden appetite is a guide in breaking free of these ingrained limitations call upon golden appetite when you need support in reclaiming your true and confident empowered self damn okay
1: <laughs> and then this is just like yeah hey by the way you can yeah you can harness the power of power everything. of the universe and make whatever you want stop being a bitch <laughs> inner attunement
0: yeah so inner, so that's the message for the collective, I think, mm-hmm. right now. Do that inner wisdom. And also being in post season. Oh my seeding, god, it's so, I just
1: overlooked it. Yeah, what? Herbs of cre-
0: herb, it's herb of, of creativity. creativity! It's yeah.
1: the herb of creativity. <laughs> what the hell? How did I miss that? So it's literally the herb of creativity. Mm. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So that being said, yeah, concentration, got, commitment, yeah. writing, speaking, the power to hold your position in time and space and thus create. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. And okay. like Pisces, too, it's just mm-hmm. that inner, it's like really. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I Dang. think the message for the collective right now is to just go inside a little bit. Mm hmm. Inside yourself, inside your vessel. what yeah. What makes you lit about life? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? What makes you lit about life? <laughs> right.
1: She has a 15 year yeah.
0: old. <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta, oh my gosh.
1: What makes you lit about life? <laughs> YOLO, they don't say that anymore. I'll no, think. they no, don't. Don't, don't. We're old. We're <laughs> old. My affirmation for the magician is through concentration and dedication,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I am a willing channel of spirit manifest on earth. Ooh.
0: <laughs> mm hmm.
1: Through concentration and dedication, I am a willing channel of spirit manifest on earth. I like that All one. right. I am a conduit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you know, he's that magician, you know, up and down, yeah. he's a conduit. He's like, basically, it's like lightning Give me all your power. and I'm putting it into the earth. Yeah, because you know, when you. Do a lot of meditation work mm-hmm. or spells and grounding stuff, you know. You harness all that energy of the universe, and then you gotta put it somewhere. Yeah. You can't hang on to that because it's gonna make you feel crazy. Yeah, that's you why know? if I
0: do any kind of energy yeah. work or anything, you gotta I, put I it. Hug a tree, I like mm-hmm. touch the ground, barefoot outside, mm-hmm. like just, you know.
1: You know, sometimes when I have, I, I historically have a very difficult time sleeping, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes something that really helps me is a meditation as I go to sleep, yeah. as I go, I do a body scan, mm-hmm. and not the chakra one, but a different one, I right. do my whole body, yeah. body scan, and I visualize Harnessing the energy that I have yeah. In those places Like if my legs feel restless right. You know I'll just do a body scan And I'll mm. ball it all up mm. And when I get all of it It's in a big ball And then I just put it in the earth That's And nice. it's time for me to go to sleep And that energy is for the earth And I'm done Great. for the day
0: I like that
1: Yeah It's helpful Cause I, I am I do have a really hard time sleeping Cool Love it Love that Even this goofy little deck Gave us something nice Right
0: <laughs> It's almost <laughs> as if we're
1: witches <laughs> I yeah.
0: wonder, Jesse, which topic you chose this week to enlighten me with. So this is something that I've just been thinking about a little oh, bit. Yeah, and something. I just think that this is like a fun little thing. Love it. So, we need some fun because we got a little heavy there for a minute. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> gonna lighten
1: it up. I'm gonna give you a f- interesting story. <laughs> I love uh, story. And then uh, yeah, so um we live in Memphis, mm-hmm. Tennessee if you don't know. Um so it's been really warm here. Um or uh, yeah, it's like starting. Recently. <laughs> recently in the past couple weeks since the big snowstorm, um it's been really warm. It's been in the 70s. It's great, you know, everything's starting to there's buds on trees, the sure. grass is <laughs> green. So it feels like springtime yeah. is here. And I know when those energies start to get woken up for me, I start feeling like, okay, this the air, the energy in my house. Yeah needs to be cleaned. Like, it's spring cleaning
0: time, okay. but it's
1: spring cleansing time, oh, too. Snap. So we've talked a little bit in previous, I think it was the Imolk episode, okay. and in the Imolk thing, it talks a little bit about cleansing your space, yes, kind smoke. of waking energies yeah. up, and we talked about there's so many different ways yeah. to cleanse your space. Smoke, sound, you know, clapping, bells, whatever, you yes. know water salt Mm -hmm. you can do so many different things but kind of in my endeavor in this past week to use more tools in my practice I've been thinking about using more cleansing tools right and you had said something about this a couple weeks ago and got me thinking about it um so I this week am talking about brooms or beesum. Yes! Yeah. Fuck yes. So, I... Ashley has... You have two. two. I
0: have one of each. By your door. Yeah. So...
1: Sh- and I don't have any. Yeah. Um. But I I'm wanted to learn to about them. them. So, it's uh, a beesom, and I looked up the way to say it, because okay. I've said my whole life besom, besom But yeah. Google says beesom. <laughs> but we don't know how to pronounce anything on this show. But they said beesom. Okay. So... A besom is a witch's broom made from twigs Mm -hmm. tied fastened to a larger central stick, which we will talk about more. In the Middle Ages in Europe, the twig besom was just the most popular type of broom. Yeah. So when certain types of, like, British Isle witchcraft and those kind of things were developing and people started depicting witches kind of in that way it's very common that they would have a beesom, because okay. that's just what everybody used yeah. for hundreds of years. But also, I'm
0: just going to get this out of the way first. Before it sounds we like it's going to be good. My mind's pretty dirty. Somebody like, tell me.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> you guys may or may not know this. If you do, if you know, don't yeah. say anything. There's a super raunchy theory about why historically witches are known to ride broomsticks. Yeah. Okay. So, if you guys remember 10th grade English class. <laughs> oh God, we're going way back. <laughs> you guys probably read The Crucible. Yes. I know we uh-huh. did. Yes. So, we know that it's a theory that the reason that people were going crazy mm-hmm. was because of ergot.
0: Okay, yeah. Um,
1: but... Ergot is that fungus mm-hmm. that grows on rye, and that's what people made their bread out of mm-hmm. at that time. And this is actually, um, ergot in high doses can be lethal, it okay. can kill you. And that fact was actually instrumental in why bread became wheat-based and not not rye-based, because rye bread could make you crazy. So, like, actual, because I love rye bread. Yeah, well, not now. Okay, I I got you. I was like, wait wait a minute. Well, maybe. So, it's it's a fungus. So, So (laughs) ergot is a fungus that grows on rye and other cereal grains. But at the time, you know, in the 1600s during the Salem Witch Trials, they don't know Yeah. Our those. bread is making me crazy. They know, they just say witches. Yeah. You know, everyone's crazy. So that's why that happened. Because it can create a hallucinogenic effect in small doses. It can create, it can kill you in high doses. Yeah. Um, so causing those who eat that bread to seem bewitched. Gotcha. Almost. So... This was probably the cause of the Salem Witch Trials, along with the suspected reason about why witches are depicted to ride broomsticks. So we know that ergot causes hallucinations, some that could be considered prophetic uh-huh. or divinatory. Okay. Um, so that's not weird, because lots of things right. do that. But the way that, the way to induce these hallucinations were to create kind of a salve out of this fungus and then rub it on... They're broomsticks. Um, because if you ingested it, it could kill you. But if it is like topical. absorbed through thin membranes, like that of the female genitalia. Your vagina. Yeah, then the hallucinogenic effects were substantial <laughs> while the risks were lessened. So therefore the witches at the time were literally riding so their broomsticks. So I heard about that and it's true, in an effort true. to fly. Yeah. So and there's other I read about this too. There's other accounts of other like flying ointments yeah. that include other hallucinogens <laughs> and delirians, such as Mandrake, Hensbane, yeah, right. um, Nightshade, just Belladonna, like Madonna, yeah.
0: things like that. Um so so it's like literally the world's first dildo. Yeah, what you're telling but
1: uh, honestly, like you could stand <laughs> next to your broom and just like rub yourself on it, and you would absorb it. Um, I, I guess you could put it in your butt too. Yeah, like that's, that would your work, thing, you know. Um. So, so these witches then experience flying on that's their right. broomsticks because they're hallucinating yeah. and they're stand they're riding a broomstick. But really, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know? So there are, there's some, this has been shown in art. Yeah. And there's old, old uh, paintings and stuff from that time, and they literally shows women just naked, like, standing, like, in the position of riding a broomstick. So when you see cute little Halloween decorations, or even, like, watch Bewitched or Sabrina or, like, anything like that, where they are riding a broom... It comes from this theory that they was riding that, that they were broom. riding their brooms, <laughs> and then that's also kind of because of the anatomical dynamic of that act. That's usually why witches are depicted as only being women, because yeah. that's kind of what people saw or right, knew. Or knew. Um, I personally believe that like feminine energies tend to have a greater connection yeah. to earth and right. spirit and stuff Absolutely. like that and water, but. That's like another thing. That's but a whole other story. So maybe, so maybe this is why. <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, brooms <laughs> almost out of the way. Right brooms are said to have a balanced masculine and feminine energy. Okay. Obviously, the
0: stick the part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was almost
1: done with that. <laughs> and then the bristles are like the feminine energy. Okay. And magically, beesoms are most often used to cleanse or purify mm-hmm. a space, so you're not really using them to, sweep to actually sweep yeah. the floor, it's something that you use to either hang on the wall or to mm-hmm. use above the floor in the act of right. sweeping, you know, your energy up. As purifiers, they're associated with water elemental energy, um, and therefore goddess energy. They're used for energy sweeping after
0: right. the room's already been cleaned. Okay, basically. So like after you clean it, you sweep like it physically clean, and the then room? you sweep the energy. Okay, gotcha. Um, do you open the windows? Like, cause kind of like you know when you do smoke cleansing mm-hmm. and stuff, should you open the windows or doors with that?
1: There ha- there are some practices mm-hmm. where you can open the door yeah. or even put like salt on the floor and right. use it to sweep it out. Like okay. you used to do that after it's already cleaned okay. or to sweep out the door. Right. Totally. Okay. But also the the direction in which you sweep. So if you okay. sweep in a counterclockwise direction, it banishes. banishes. Okay. And a clockwise direction cleanses. Mm, I love
0: that. It's kind of the same idea, like when mm-hmm. you're stirring your tea or something. So
1: yes, you can mm-hmm. open the doors and windows, but also the direction in which is you doing sweep is em- kind okay. of breaking up that oh, energy. I love that. Okay. One of my favorite books is called *The Way of the Green Witch*. Okay. And there's a spot in there about it. So this says if you you've ever walked into a room and felt odd for no obvious reason, then you've been affected by the energy present in that space. Okay. And while it's true that the physical state of cleanliness affects the energy of a room, you have to clean the existing energy of a room as well. Mm. Otherwise, the negative energy will pile up just as dust collects on a bookshelf that you neglect to clean. Mm. Oh, I like that correlation. That. So it builds up. It's like dust. Yeah. You just can't see it, but it's, you could feel it. So it says these magical tools, you know, are used by witches right. to sweep out old stagnant energy and to sweep um, happiness and prosperity in. Love it. So you're not just getting rid of what's in there; you're right. also bringing in the things you want. So I never want.
0: usually when I use mine, it's to get rid of. So mm-hmm. that's so, I like that. So that in the other direction, yeah. you can use it
1: to bring in like what that. you want. Okay. So if you say. I'm sweeping out the negativity, Mm. I'm sweeping out the bad feelings, I'm sweeping out the insecurity, and I'm bringing in happiness, I'm bringing in prosperity, I'm bringing in stability. Which is also use besoms, such as placing them Mm -hmm. by windows and doors, like you do, Mm -hmm. um, as protective charms. If you think someone is directing negative energy towards you, placing a besom at your door will keep the ill intent from entering your home. We talked about the direction. Beesums are also said to keep you safe from nightmares if you put them by your bed. And in a pinch, they can be used in place of a magic wand. Beesums are also a significant aspect in pagan wedding ceremonies and fasting ceremonies. Mm Where they jump the
0: broom, right? Oh, so that's actually a besom that they're jumping.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's that. like a ritual, like broom. a ritual
0: broom for that. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Because when I got into like the making of besoms and things like that, yeah, it's not traditionally a besom is an ash handle, right. an ash stick mm-hmm. in the middle. With birch bristles tied with willow Mm -hmm. branches. So that's a traditional one. But you can really make them any way for anything. So if you and your partner are having a hand fasting ceremony and jumping over the broom seals the union, signifies the creation of a new household, Mm -hmm. you can put anything in there you want. Yeah. You know, you can put flowers in it or herbs in it or whatever Mm -hmm. you're trying to signify. So people, some people claim that you should make a Beezom instead of buying. And if you choose to buy one, you can cleanse the energy of it and personalize personalize it to your practice. But I know you were saying you wanted to make one, so now you have to. So a little bit about making
0: a Beezom. Yeah, tell me. Give me the deets.
1: So, uh, it seems simple enough. On the surface, you get a big stick, you tie a bunch of little sticks right. to it,
0: called neck. No better than that. <laughs> um,
1: But, like, every other thing in witchcraft, right. you know, the wood you choose, the plants you yeah, choose, the decorations is... you choose, um, have a really big impact on it. So, like I said, traditionally, um, the ash handle, ash is um, a tree of protection. Mm-hmm. Birch, and, and typically masculine, I believe, and birch is a feminine, birch is a feminine tree tree <laughs> uh, so you use those for purification right. and to ward off negativity mm-hmm. the willow branches have feminine energy right. but also goddess energy mm-hmm. the willow represents the goddess so you have that tying it all together right. basically the divine feminine mm-hmm. full circle divine feminine very right here but you can add anything you want to it. Right. So you can add other purification plants if you wanted to, if you were really focusing on making a purification right. So sage or rosemary or whatever, you know, just tie them in there. Yeah. It can help you personalize it for you. But you could do literally anything. So I just said, if you're trying to attract prosperity and abundance yeah. into your home, you might choose to make your handle out of oak okay. instead because oak is like an abundance yeah. tree. You know, it's a money tree, abundance tree, oak is And does good it for
0: have that. to necessarily be so like does the stick have to be a masculine is it already just a masculine representation or does it have to be
1: No, it can be anything. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, you said, the, the birch shape is of feminine. it. Yeah. Okay. The shape of it shows that, but it could be anything, okay. you know. You could make it whatever is calling to you, whatever okay. you want to make yours out of. Mm-hmm. So, for prosperity and abundance, you might use an oak Mm -hmm. handle, and you might use wheat as your bristles, because that wheat is an abundance, you know, prosperity. So, instead of using twigs, you could get some big stalks of wheat yep. or whatever it is that you want to use. And then weaving, like, lemon balm and mint uh-huh. into it would be something to attract prosperity Love it. into your home. So when you do your sweeping, yeah, you're still cleansing your space, but when you're bringing it back in... Like, specific intentions. Yeah. So, so it's just,
0: extra- oh. just
1: And just using all of those associations Mm -hmm. that I never use. (laughs) You know? I never look it up. I go, purple, that's fine. This is the candle I have. Hope Parsley works. Like, whatever it is. Okay, so, books like these... This one is called Grimoire for the Green Witch. Ashley and I both have a copy of this one. We love it because we are green witches yes. and we work a lot and having a plant association. so much information. It's, it's so too, hard. It's, it's, it's just great to have a reference. Mm-hmm. So Grimoire for the Green Witch. It's a book of shadows by Anne Mora. This is a great one. We use it. Obviously, it's very <laughs> well used. So, they have a spot of plants and and correlations and associations. So, you get to the herbal and plant listings and the herbal and plant correspondences. So, I said, so here, ash, prosperity, birch, purification, cleansing. Mm. So, we have those. And then, you know, for my example of bringing things in, oak is a money and health. Love it. Wheat is wealth, good fortune, so things like that. But there's also a page that has listing by purpose. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to make a love besom, maybe get a piece of an apple tree, wood from an apple tree, and then you could use still willow in there Mm -hmm. or lavender, lemon balm, basil. Just looking up correlations by purpose can help you customize and personalize your own besom. And you can have one for everything. Yeah. So just another way to intently direct your magic. If you want to, anything in here, you want to bless something specifically, make it a super special yeah. cleanser, super special. I think, special. too,
0: like, if you're called to certain herbs mm-hmm. or trees and don't necessarily know their properties, like, to look those up and to kind yes. of see what is it that spirits try yeah, to tell you Yeah, why am me? I keep pulling
1: to this specific tree? Why mm-hmm. am I keep pulling to this, like, I can say, oh, I love cedar, but, like, yeah, why? why? Yeah. You know, what is it that cedar is giving me? So, if we used cedar... Well, cedar is like, it's, isn't it, it's pure, it's protection. Yeah, it is. And, um, and if you did want them to do something for protection, you could use birch again yep. for that. But burdock yeah, is burdock, for that. Rosemary, um, and rosemary, rosemary. Yeah, dill leaves, fennel, ferns. Like I have mm. so many ferns at my we house. Ferns my ferns, ferns my ferns lose leaves That'd all be the so time. Cool, uh, so to have a besom with ferns as your bristles, what? You know, with mint and mugwort and rosemary, sage. Really interesting. You know, you can use all sorts of different things for that. Creativity is something we've been talking about. Oh, St. John's Wort is Mm -hmm. in there for creativity. Something I wanted to ask about yours was that... So, St. John's wort is very, very commonly used for, like, depression and mood disorders. Mm -hmm. So, do you think that that has a tie to your, I mean, it's obviously a tie to your sacral chakra Mm -hmm. about your feelings and your emotions. 100%. Right. You know, sometimes we think of mood disorders as, obviously, they're in the brain. Yes. But so associated with your sacral chakra.
0: And St. John's were interesting enough. If you... The flowers on it are yellow. Mm -hmm. Um, When you tincture it in oil, though, it becomes a really dark orange. um, And like an orangish-red color. Which... In the sacral chakra, like the lotus in Hindu with the lotus flower and stuff, mm-hmm. the color of it is actually, it's like an orange with burnt red edges on the petals. So oh, St. John's looks okay. a lot like that. But yes, because depression and stuff like that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why it's. And it is really gut based. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's you said that. You know, I'm yeah. talking about like not
1: having healthy bacteria mm-hmm. can lead to. To all those other things. You know, mood disorders. Yeah, absolutely. yeah totally. Yeah, this says St. John's Wort. Good health, willpower, mm. enhance creativity, banish negativity. Yeah. That would be great for a beesom. Mm-hmm. Some St. John's Wort flowers. Right? Yeah. yeah. So anything you'd want to do to shake up the energy in your space. Yeah. You know? And you can just Love hang it, it for I've protection. Wanting, I, really I know. It. You've been so wanting excited. to do it. And I was like, I don't even know how to pronounce Beezom. I thought it was besom. I really did. I just thought, like, I don't even know how to pronounce it, so I want to know, like, where this comes from. So we got a a silly little story out of it, and then also a really cool craft to do for the spring, because it is, like, everything's blooming out there, you know? And obviously, if you're going to cut a stick from a tree... Leave an offering. Leave an offering, or at least ask the tree if it's cool. Like, if you... Go, hey man, I'm gonna take this. Yeah. You're not using it. Is that Probably cool? Probably take it if it's on the ground. And if it makes you feel weird, don't, don't do take it. it. Don't because, do it. like, don't just trees have souls. Yeah, like, they don't do. just start cutting up trees. They, like, literally hold the memories yeah. of. Right, so time. don't just it's... ask a tree, say please, say thank you, pour Leave some milk offering, on the ground,
0: some of your moon blood, yeah, what hell, whatever, whatever you got on hand.
1: Don't just start cutting from trees. Lunar Crystalline and Wonder Witch do not endorse endorse chopping up trees for craft time. If you can find a stick and identify what kind of wood it is, (laughs) do that. If you don't care about what kind of wood it is, then don't cut from trees.
0: Don't do it. No.
1: Uh, But that's my topic for the week. I love it. So great... Great episode. Yeah. Really excited that we made it, even though we were off for a week or two. Yeah. That we we got here. We're back on regular schedule. We're back on regular schedule, so episode five, Wonder Witch, will be up. Wonder Witch. (laughs) Wonder Witch. You'll be able to read our blogs also, if you're a reader. And if you are a watcher, it will be up on Wonder Witch YouTube. So that's great. So I hope that you guys can use some of this stuff this week. I will be doing some sacral chakra practices this coming week and for gonna, next
0: week. Yeah, and I'm going to make a beesom. Not yeah. Not a bizum. A, a beesom. Yeah. Super cool. I'm so
1: excited. we're going to do that. So maybe you guys could do some of those too. If you do or have done some things in the tell past us. from previous episodes.
0: Tell us. Always,
1: always, always tell us. Please. Send us pictures of your besoms We, we would see. love that. And it doesn't have to be because it's this week's episode. Do no. last week's episode. Do, do whatever it. you feel. Um, but just let us know. Comment on our blogs. Comment on our pages. Yeah. Let us know. We love it.
0: We love it. We love you. We
1: love you. So, thank you for another great episode yeah. of Wonder Witch. So, see you guys later. Oh, good one.